What's up, everybody? It's Iris Burton and Andrew Vos with Success Direct Podcast, bringing you current events. Uh, some of our successful people will have on here and just share their story. We're supposed to have a guest today, but we need to push it to next Thursday because um, I think he will be a great one. He was um, two or three years in a row. He was the number one Keller Williams agent in the world, not in the country, not in a state, in the world, which is, says a lot. That's amazing. Um, and he actually made the move over to our brokerage, so which is pretty cool. So, but that is uh, now what we're talking about today. So, if you think uh, this can provide some value, like, share, comment. I just want to kind of tee it up. Hopefully, we can get him on here next Thursday to um, chat about that and his experience and him just drop nuggets. But how you doing today? We got an interesting topic to talk about. Yeah. So I read uh, something yesterday that said that 78% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, which is not surprising. Yeah. I mean, with inflation up with what this administration has done, I, it, it almost seems like they're trying to drive the country into mm -hmm. the ground. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, That's how it feels. Credit sometimes. card. Usage is up. Yeah. What's that? That's how it feels sometimes. Mm. It does. And, I don't know, maybe because they're sheltered and they've made millions on um, off the government or insider trading or whatever they've done. Maybe it's it's easy to put us Americans aside and just say, you know what? I'm just going to go send billions of dollars to Ukraine rather than helping the Americans we have that are struggling. But I don't know. I'm just a, I'm just a guy in Florida, and what do I know? What so? What do you think about the paycheck to paycheck? I don't know. I mean, it sucks. I think that we, a lot of this, we've done to ourselves because we're so materialistic and driven by social media, and so everyone is overspending and buying, you know, shit that they don't need. Myself included. Yeah. I. I buy stuff that I don't need. Yeah, I mean, I I um, I recently had um, an investment. You and I have talked about it, um, kind of down. Uh, maybe it, it could be upwards towards a half a million dollars in the hole on liquidity. Um, so it's pretty interesting times. Um, and I was like, and you're like, oh man, you seem down. I'm like, I got like five hundred thousand reasons to be down a little bit but i'm also kind of working behind the scenes to work on other things to get out of it right which is a good that's the plus of being a business owner in my opinion is if you've made money in the past and you've got a good credit score or business history that there's there's help you just have to go what you ask for, you shall receive, right? It may take one time, it may take a hundred times, but sometimes you just have to go out and ask for money and then just have a plan for the money to get the money back, right? So, um, yeah, it's just interesting times. Um, I could, I'm feeling the pressure and I've done fairly well. Um, so I couldn't imagine, you know, a family or an individual that may, you know, nothing wrong, just not doing as well or a different situation. So I feel for everybody, I think it's only going to get worse because um, inflation ain't going down. 
it is only going up and cost of goods, um, food, water, shelter, everything is going up. And a lot of people are like, oh, I see the market sliding back a little bit. Yeah, but when you take 50K off a $400,000 house, but you raise the interest rates up from like four to seven, eight, nine, maybe 10, the cost of the house is still the same. What the mortgage is, right? Not yeah, the cost of the house, right. excuse me. So and in most cases, it's actually going to be more, mm-hmm. right? So um, people are waiting, sitting around waiting for deals to happen and, I'm I'm just really not sure that the deals that people are waiting for are going to be beneficial if you're counting on a mortgage to get them. Now, if you're sitting on cash, and I've read a lot of uh, a lot of articles, you know, and I, well, on both sides, but a lot of people say be cash heavy, be cash yeah. heavy because winter is coming. So, yeah, I've heard yeah. that too. But I, I want to ask you a couple of questions about, because you said you were down on investments. I mean, how do you sleep at night, like knowing that that is going on? Does it keep you up? Like, how do you cope? Because uh, I'm sure you're not the uh, only one that's going through. Yeah. So how do I sleep at night? I seem to sleep good. That's you know, good. Maybe I, I, I wear a mouth guard, so I'm probably not grinding <laughs> my teeth. And if I am, it doesn't really matter. Uh, cause you know, generally when I'm stressed out, when I sleep at night, um, if I'm stressed and I don't wear my mouth guard, I kind of feel it when I wake up. Right. Because maybe I'm like subconsciously stressed about it or, or thinking about ways to not stress about it and figure it out. So just grinding the teeth. So, um, how am I coping with it? Um, well, I spoke I speak to my coach every week about it and we come up with, you know, she helps me get out of that like victim and shitty mentality. Yeah. Cause in 2006, I was in a really, really bad spot financially. Like I made some bad business decisions um, or made some ones that were not necessarily bad, just didn't pan out. And it, it kept bringing me the situation that I'm going through kept bringing me back to that. And she's like, dude, why are you comparing the past to the present? What did you, what have you done in, since 2016 to now? Um, and I'm like, I don't know, probably five or t- five to 10 X plus my income, my financial situation, my life. And she just started laughing. I'm like, why are you laughing? She's like, okay. So what you're telling me is when you went down and it sucked for a couple of years, when you finally got out of the stuck, stuck um, from 2016 to now, you five to 10 X your business. She's like, so you're telling me that you don't think that was potentially a good thing to go through? Not saying it, was, it wasn't painful, but I mean, what was if you came out of this and you 10 to 20 X your business or your life or your, you know, and I'm like, Okay. She's like, yeah, you've been up for so many years that shit's about everything that comes up Mm -hmm. must go down and everything that goes up will, or everything that's down with the right plan will eventually go back up. And she's like, you need to just stop focusing on the past because the past doesn't dictate the future. I'm like, all right. All right. So basically she's like my therapist (laughs) slash coach that slash. So how do I deal with it? Um, I just find people that maybe are neutral or biased or unbiased on my situation. Mm -hmm. And then I just, um, I just work with them and 
strategize with them. Like I, I went over to somebody's house and I'm like, okay, so my Airbnbs are down, which statistically when we go through a recession, um, people stop traveling because the first thing to go, because they, a lot of people put travel on their credit cards. So when they, um, typically when it's down or when credit card usage is up, excuse me, um, they stop traveling, right. you know, they stop having fun. So it, my Airbnbs on the beach are a little down, like not a little down, like zero right now. So that's a little stressful, you know, front in a mortgage for one property, two properties um, every month. So we're just working on ways to kind of get occupancy. So working on like us booking stuff through us and then using our management company. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, uh, so have you, I, I know you've probably heard about the book, but who moved my cheese? You've read, yeah, heard that book yeah, or read it. Yeah. I read it. It's a very easy, quick yeah. read, but um, how do you like get creative when you get stuck in these moments? Like, cause some people just sit in their misery and they're just depressed and they don't want to get out of bed and they don't want to work. I've been there myself. Yeah. Um, it takes me a couple of days sometimes to snap out of it and then just get back on and just keep moving forward. But uh, what do you do when you're in those? I mean, I know you're working on other projects, but how do you yeah. find the creativity to figure out what to do next? Man, it's fucking hard because everybody, you know, um, there's a bunch of people, you know, that are in that. Um, same situation I'm in some with less money, some with like millions, um, in our, one of our investments. And, you know, this is a group of like a lot of like professional, like in high level personal development people. And I even, so it's really, really hard because even in that group where these people have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, tons of time, 10,000 plus hours on themselves, on their, their personality, on their mindset, all that. So I can even see some of them stressing, mm -hmm. you know, and these are seven, eight figure earners. So um, that's hard when you see your mentors or colleagues feeling the same stress. So how do I deal with it? Like after this, I'm just going to say, fuck it. I'm going to go to the gym yeah. um, in midday. You know, I'm just going to go work out, throw some headphones in listen to a book when I'm there. And I, and really, I just, I think what helps is good people around you. You know, people are like, no, I'm not going to, I can't afford a coach at this time or something like that. I think this is almost the most important time to have coaches, right? Somebody that you can bounce ideas off of brainstorm. So I'm grateful for her. Um, and our, our time we get to spend, uh, weekly. And then also I'm in another group with Arate, uh, Ed Millett and uh, Andy Frisella, and they do stuff once or twice a week. And, um, and I think you just kind of like waking up every day and just being like, okay, I'm alive. Worst, worst case scenario, worst, I lose everything and I got to start over. Worst. I'm not, my, my daughter will slowly, um, got options. If I got to un offload properties and equity and stuff like that. Okay. Worst case scenario, that's it. Right. Like I just sell some properties. Um, or, or worst case, 
worst case, which I don't even think this is an option for me, or I'm not even close to this, you file bankruptcy, right? But here's the thing, like death is always the worst right. thing and I ain't yeah. going to, I ain't going to die. So, um, it's just kind of like, I, I, I was like, I think just like not focusing on the victim, right? Like I'm not a victim. It's okay. There's transactions and houses being sold each day. There's mm -hmm. sales. There's other retail things I can get into. I can just hustle. I can figure it out. I can take a loan. I can, there's, there's so many freaking options that it's, um, there's almost too much, but if you don't ask, you won't receive. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, there's like, I called my buddy. I was like, Hey, who do you know that will do like lines of credit? He's like, Oh, I got you. Here's two companies. I'm like, yeah. Okay, cool. So, and I yeah. think the important thing is to like, not have any feelings towards those, um, options. So I think a lot of people are like, I can't believe I'm here. I have to do this. But it sh I mean, if you just change your perspective, like you were saying that I'm so grateful that I have this other option. Like the other day, yeah. one of my old um, church members, I was like in a pissy mood. I was so irritated. I had a buyer come out and um, they just, you know, they take up a lot of time and they change their minds and then, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then an old church member posted a picture of her hair was all gone. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I still have, I, I have a lot of hair still. And, you know, I'm not going through those things that she's going through with the cancer and everything. So it just, it puts things into perspective. But also, it's been really cloudy here. And I have to have vitamin D. So, but... Yeah, just putting things into perspective and not having negative feelings about things that aren't necessarily negative. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so easy to fall back into that like that negative mindset and um even when I'm sitting here, you know, I'm trying to like roll my shoulders back, breathe and just so cuz it's like those simple things that mm -hmm. can help shape your day or shape your mood and um so and what we feed ourselves is important too, right? Like I, of course, I'm going to listen to music at the gym. It kind of pumps me up, stuff like that. But it's also good to take that 20, 30 minutes a day and make sure you're listening to an audio book that's positivity or business or personal development. Um, and then if you're around like vampires, mm -hmm. you know, like time, like people that are just shitty energy, guess what? You're going to be the other person with shitty energy because energy is transferable. And if they're talking about negative shit, guess what you're going to brain's going to take you to? Oh, let me relate with them and talk about my negative shit. Now we're both just talking about negative shit. So, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right. Well, um, on that note, we have, um, this topic about the Oregon. They're, um, wanting to give homeless people and low income earners a thousand dollars a month. So circling back to our financial situation. I mean, what do you think about this? And it's know. a bill. It hasn't been passed. It's just a, you know, proposed bill. So I already think like, well, before Oregon's I'm sorry, before you say that, state. I just want to um, explain what it is. So it's basically yeah. um, for, they'll get a thousand dollars per month for a whole year, but mm -hmm. 
but they have to meet specific requirements. So you either have to be experiencing homelessness, at risk of it, severely rent burdened, or earning at or below 60% of the area's median income, which I do have to say that there's a program called NACA that will help similarly with this. It's a nonprofit through Bank of America and people have their feelings about Bank of America, whatever. They're still helping people keep their um, properties. So anyway, just wanted to throw that in there. But yeah, what do you think about it? Um, I think Oregon's a fucked up state and they do a lot of weird shit. Um, they're like, yeah, just all drugs are legal. They're yeah, trying to do that here in Colorado where you can just safely, safely take drugs. That's why I agree with you. When you said it seems like the, they're just trying to get us to rely on the government for everything. Like, yeah, let's just do drugs. We'll all just be mind slaves to the government. Yeah, I mean, if you have everybody addicted and dependent on things that they can't get themselves, it's it's called it's government control. I mean, it just doesn't it makes zero sense. So instead of trying to come up with programs and sending billions of dollars out of the country, we are instead of doing all that, we could be bringing programs here. We could be using those billions of dollars if we took a billion from Ukraine, a billion, we could provide like a billion for each state, the amount of money we, we sent over there, a billion for each state, even more than that, I think now, because we just keep giving money to them. We could give them a billion each state and they could literally probably focus on um, fentanyl programs to get the shit out of the country focus on current addiction, focus on our kids and their education and public service shit. Like I, I it's fucking blows my mind. It's, it's so absurd. And then what's even crazier, you know, and it's a meme and they clip certain parts to make it sound good. Yeah. But during one of Donald Trump's interviews, he basically told everybody, he was like, if this guy gets into office, inflation is going to be through the roof. Gas is going to be through the roof. People's income is going to be down. Unemployment is going to be And then he also said in one of the similar, it was either that interview or another one, that he's not paid. He's not bought for by big billionaires. He's already a billionaire. He doesn't have to be bought. He didn't take. Yeah funding from people and people then instead of people saying wow that motherfucker used his own money no they went over and tried to figure out how he broke the tax laws it, it i it just blows my mind that we are not focusing on the united states of america yeah. and we're still trying to be the world police i guarantee i can't i can't say guarantee i am 90 percent sure that if China invades Taiwan, we are going to be at war again. And what does that do? War brings in money. War stimulates the economy. I That's fucking scary. If you look at the last, this 21st century, Bush sent us to war, Obama sent us to war, and Biden sent us to war. They're all Democrats. 
I know this isn't a political conversation, but there's an agenda there. And I know there's no fucking Republicans are not perfect. They're just as fucked up in their own way. But I, there's just a trend we've had. And I think people, everyday Americans are just taking the brunt of it. And we're just getting fucked and fucked and fucked. When does the fucking stop? (laughs) Sounds bad. But when does it stop? Like, yeah, I feel like if people would stop, like, being so divisive. Yeah. Yeah. And listening and empathizing with each other. I don't know. Seems like a tall task. Yeah. I mean, division is a huge one. Like, there... And I, I hate to use this, but people are still constantly always trying to divide blacks and whites. And they're still calling African-Americans African-American. No, they're fucking American. That, like, just that simple phrase there, used by white people and black people, just that simple phrase there creates a division. We don't, I don't go, I'm an Italian-American. No, I'm fucking American. Right. Right? Yeah. I don't look at my friend and say, oh, man, you're an African. No, I say you're fucking American. All my friends that are Af- like are black. I'm like, nope, you're American. You're my boy. You're my girl. Like, American. Were you born here? Yeah. Have you ever been oppressed? No. All of them will tell me no. Like, they've had issues because there is racism, which is one of the most disgusting things on the planet. But, I mean... And it's all, I think it's only gotten worse because it's, it just has a, oh, who's that guy? Um, he was in prison for a while. He's a rapper. Um, Kevin, what's his name? Uh, he does a lot of YouTube stuff now. I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his last name. Yeah, so it's this guy, if I think of it, um, but he even talks about, dude, white people are already racist to me. Most of the people that are talking shit on me when I went to jail was my, was his, and he says it like this, this is not me, I'm not class, he's like, we're my own kind, mm-hmm. my own people. They were on the internet shitting on yeah, me. Yeah, that's what uh, Lil Wayne said on YouTube. He said that he got shot when he was a kid. And every black officer, like, jumped over his body. It was the white officer that said, hey, this kid is lying here bleeding out. Like, he carried him to the hospital. So he was like, it was my own people that just, and I'm not saying anything. I'm not implying anything by saying that, but. Neither am I. I don't want anybody to think yeah. because that's not. But I, it just kind of goes back to the division. Mm-hmm. The division, yes. The big mainstream media, the politicians and all that, they're going to continue to do their own agenda, but it really starts at the ground level. Like if we, if we as like Americans all just like actually unified and just said, no, nah, we're not doing this shit no more. Like, fuck y'all. They, their whole plan would have to switch, you know? So, um, the thousand dollars to go back to that. Um, I don't know the full story. Like, are, are they going to have to take drug tests monthly for that money? Are they going to have to take drug tests every two weeks? Because we know drug tests monthly, shit, you can go clean for three or four days or three to five days and not 
and not piss hot. And then the next three weeks, you're fucking right. loaded off the thousand dollars that the government gave you. So I don't know. I would, I, I, I would see that being more tax dollars. But um, apparently in 2018, they did a similar program in Vancouver. And each homeless person was getting $7,500. So I don't know if that's for the whole year. It just says 7500 But they said that they had a success rate. And people are moving back into stable housing. I do believe that a lot of homeless people don't want to be. I used to run a drug and alcohol rehab program. And a lot of them, that they were just so used to that lifestyle that that's what it was. So we had like a revolving door. But there were a lot. And friends that I have now that own their own businesses that came through our program. And they have an amazing lifestyle. So... I don't know. A lot of the guys would say that they're just so used to that lifestyle that they just can't, you know, it's familiar. Uh, but there are a lot of people that do pull themselves out of it. So. Yeah. Well, I don't want anybody to get fucked up on drugs and uh, misuse them or outside of a recreational, you know, I don't want whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I just, was, I was listening I was, to, go ahead. No, I just rather the money that we spent overseas be spent on here, whether it's however they figure out how to spend it. If it makes sense, you know, stopping the fentanyl, right. closing up the borders, help the Americans. Yeah, I just think that's would be a better use of our money. Yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, no, I was just listening to a girl rant on um, social media about giving money to homeless people. And she's like, you guys have the comfort of doing your drugs and alcohol in your own home. Like let, if you just give them the money and let them do whatever they want. But the thing is it's in the privacy of our own home. It's not, you know, outside we have a, a huge cleanup crew um, here in the Springs. They just had to clean up a whole camp and it was trashed, which is kind of sad. So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do to fix that but yeah all right well oh. that is all i have do you have anything to add i don't all right. um i just want to thank everybody for listening if you're going through some stuff financially personally romantic whatever remember there's always a light at the end of the tunnel there's always options may not be the options you want but there is always options right and if you're if you're always six feet above ground, you know, and right. not dead, you healthy. Yeah, we can always, yeah. There's always options, right? Um, I'm gonna go to the gym and actually, you know, burn off stress, get stronger, healthier, and do that. But if you think this can provide some value, like, share, comment, create a meme of us, and make sure we're both smiling. Cool. Thanks, Andrew.